Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, one of the largest dairy co-ops in the country, stressed flexibility and fairness in announcing their priorities for reforming the federal milk pricing system. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report. Edge's proposal primarily focuses on two key principles, flexibility and fairness. Edge CEO Tim Trotter says that they are focused on strengthening the relationship between farmers and processors in a way that increases transparency, fairness and competition, and gives farmers a reasonable amount of price certainty. Trotter shares more in a press conference about these priorities set to reform the federal milk pricing system. Today we are here as Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative to share what we see as a path forward on milk pricing reform in the United States. This comes after more than a year of research, conversations with our members, participation in a multi-state task force, and engagement with other stakeholders. As we look to the future, we're announcing two key policy priorities for pricing reforms. They are centered around flexibility and fairness. EDGE is focused on improving relationships between farmers and processors in a way that will increase transparency, fairness, and competition, and give farmers a reasonable amount of price certainty. This relationship must transition from strictly transactional to strategic, when it's based on a long-term view, adaptability to the markets and customers, and requirements of products. A transparent business-to-business approach will be critically important success for our farmers and processors. We also need a system that safeguards us from doing business outside of the current federal marketing order. The bottom line is that EDGES wants our farmers and processors to both be successful, and we think these priorities will support that goal. Under the flexibility priority, EDGES proposal accounts for differences in product mixes across the country, says Mitch Davis of Davis Family Dairies, who is a member of EDGES Board of Directors. He shares more about the main points reflected in the proposal. I'm Mitch Davis, the managing partner of Davis Family Dairies in Lesueur, Minnesota, and I'm a member of the EDGE Co-op Board of Directors. I was honored to represent EDGE in a multi-state task force coordinated by the cooperative to study comprehensive milk pricing reform. I've tried to bring my experiences from both dairy production and dairy processing into the discussions. My family has a three-generation, 75-year history in dairy processing, and we entered the milk production side of the business around year 2000. As such, I've been afforded views from both sides of the milk production, milk processing side of the sale of farm milk to processors. Before reviewing specifics of our priorities, I want to share four main points that are reflected in the proposal. First, given the wide differences in product mixes around the country, we believe more regional flexibility in federal milk marketing orders would benefit everyone. Secondly, we believe that regulations support fair and equitable dealings between farmers and processors. A standard set of contracting principles would make the system more fair and equitable, and we believe strengthen the trust between farmers and processors. Next, we recognize that the participation in federal milk market orders cannot be assumed. We believe that these changes would be positive for both producers and processors, whether the federal orders remain in place or not. Finally, we welcome the opportunity of working with other groups to come to an agreement on priorities. The end result must be a system that fosters transparency, trust, and collaboration between farmers and processors and a more attractive marketplace for both parties. As Tim mentioned earlier, They focus on two areas, 
The first is flexibility. In our proposal, each federal order would have the authority to operate its milk shed in a way that makes sense for that order. This is done to some extent already. This approach would account for geographic differences in population, farmer base, and product mix. The flexibility would help avoid unintended consequences of the current uniform price rules, such as frequent switching of pooling status, negative producer price differentials, and declining share of total milk production pooled on that order. Also, change could be achieved through the uniform benefits principle instead of currently used uniform price principles. We see this system as being designed through a collaboration of farmers and processors and then formalized in an inclusive USDA hearing after enabling legislation is passed. The second priority area is fairness. Edge feels there should be a standard set of contracting principles that would make the pricing system more fair and build more confidence in the system for both farmers and processors. Edge is recommending 10 principles which would lead to contracts and supply arrangements between farmers and processors that are constructed to help processors compete and innovate and to strengthen trust between farmers and processors. I'll touch on those 10 principles. Number one, written contracts. We believe all milk supply agreements should be in writing. Number two, timely payments. We think farmers should be paid in a timely manner. Every two weeks makes sense and with no more than three weeks lag. Advanced checks should be paid in accordance with what is known about the current month's pricing environment at that time. Number three, the verification of weights, tests, and samples. Unless a farmer voluntarily opts out, third-party certified organizations should be utilized to verify milk weights, component tests, and samples. Verification organizations are also allowed to provide other services to farmers. Number four, transparent pricing formulas. For farmers to be able to effectively manage risk and understand the financial implications of improvements they may make in farm practices, milk composition, and quality incentive programs, such as somatic cell count, protein and volume premiums, and a multitude of others. Things must be clearly spelled out in the milk supply agreements and sufficient advance notice given before incentive formulas change. Processors should be allowed to set pricing formulas as needed to successfully compete in both domestic and overseas markets. Number five, contract termination notice. Other than extraordinary circumstances, we believe processors must give a reasonable amount of time as to notice before contracts can be terminated. Number six, good faith principle. Both processors and farmers should act in good faith and disputes should be addressed through an arbitration process with meaningful penalties for unfair behavior. Number seven, equal opportunities for all farmers. No special deals should be allowed. Any incentive payment offered to one patron must be offered to all current patrons meeting the same criteria as set by the processor, including but not limited to differences in farm location, size, and milk quality. Number eight, competitive risk management. We believe farmers should be able to effectively manage price risk using a combination of processor-specific basis contracts and private or government-supported risk management instruments. Number nine, exclusivity and volume limits. We think processors should not impose exclusivity if imposing volume limits or two-tier pricing. And number 10, equal treatment of processors. These terms should apply to all milk buyers in the United States, irrespective of their ownership structure or their participation in federal milk marketing orders. As we develop these principles, we've had conversations with some processors. We value that input and invite processors to continue working with EDGE and our farmers on constructing a collaborative policy proposal. 
Dr. Marin Bozik, a leading dairy economist who's an advisory member on EDGE's board of directors, says that the original purpose of federal milk marketing orders regulations revolved around the orderly marketing of fluid milk. Today, a majority of U.S. milk goes into cheese, butter, and powder manufacturing facilities. He says the industry needs to go beyond federal milk marketing orders to set a new foundation for success and trust between farmers and processors. Federal orders are instituted to ensure that all dairy producers in a certain geographic area can participate in revenue from sales of beverage milk products. And what's the problem? The problem is that over the next years, over the next 10 years, the share of U.S. milk production utilized in beverage milk products is likely to fall from 18.3% this year to 14.5% 10 years from now. And since last year, we are now exporting more milk solids than we are using domestically for beverage milk products. My estimates are that over the next decade, between 45 and 60 percent of all additional milk solids, skim solids, will need to be exported. So when fluid milk, uh, fluid milk sales are scanned, then, and if we want to impose the uniform price rule, what does that mean in practice? That means in practice that one type of manufacturer has to subsidize another type of manufacturer. For example, powder makers must subsidize cheese makers if class four price is higher than class three, or cheesemakers must subsidize powder makers and class three is higher than class four. Of course, they don't want to do that. So then that's what, that's what they did pool. So the only way that federal orders do not become irrelevant, first to upper Midwest, but later also to other regions um, where most milk goes to manufacture dairy products, is if we go back to basics. If we, go, if we implement the uniform benefits approach, what that would mean is no more cross-subsidization between manufacturers, no more negative PPDs. Now, details of this are probably best left for a hearing, but the hearing cannot take place unless enabling legislation allows such hearing to that place. So the uh, core of EDGE's proposal is to uh, provide enabling legislation so that the hearing can take place. And we need to go beyond federal orders. We need to set a new foundation for success and trust between producers and processors, as Mitch mentioned. You know, when I talk with dairy producers, I was here saying four or five things. They want to have a fair treatment and good faith relationship with their buyer of their milk. They want to understand how their buyer of milk, how the buyer of their milk is performing relative to others in terms of the milk price that they're getting paid. And by the way, they want to understand their milk check. And once they understand their milk check, they want to effectively manage price risk. So I'll, I'll, I'll finish with this. Uh, Ex-Secretary Tom Wilsack suggested that the only way forward if, if there is a consensus in the dairy sector. So what the class one mover reform from 2018 can caution us is that we should not define consensus too narrowly. And crafting policies behind tightly closed doors and there is, uh, is bad deal. Resulting reform may suffer from fragile or flawed design. We need a broad and open debate. And I applaud EDGE and its grassroots efforts to expand the dairy policy debate beyond federal orders, beyond federal order maintenance issues, and to work collaboratively with dairy processors to find common sense solutions that will set U.S. dairy sector on a trajectory for success. Again, that's more information on Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative's priorities for reforming the federal milk pricing system. You can find more information about these priorities on our website at MidwestFarmReport.com. I'm Taylor Schaefer.